now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers, boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. Doing what we do, Roger. Yeah. Just driving up and down the highways and byways of America and just looking for music. And it, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. You just, just turn around and... Oh, you, yeah. There's oh, some music there. Sneaking up on you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Spooky. Yeah. Well, people ask us, they say, Derriers, exactly what is Americana music? And we get that a lot, but it's not <laughs> like we're experts. Well, they must think we are. Yeah, but, right. Uh, uh-huh. You know, we, we have a definition, which is really our opinion. It's an opinion. Uh, but we feel like it's music with distinctive, distinctive American, American roots. roots. That's correct. It, well, having said that, that's a pretty you know broad you know, uh, Well, yeah, you know, by by defining it that way, it really opens it up. It opens up, makes, yeah. it, makes it good for us. It's good for us, <laughs> uh, but, which means it could be, you know, it could be all kind of music. It could be Zydeco. Well, it could be country. It could be bluegrass. It could be rumba. Oh, you like Roomba, I don't like Roomba. I like my Roomba. Like uh, we named him Robbie. You don't have a Roomba? Uh-huh. Uh, it could be synth pop. It could be cocktail. <laughs> Heavy metal. It could be. It could be lounge music. It could be classical. Honky tonk. Or ragtime. Or it could be soul. You know what else it could be? It could be... Boogaloo. Yes. It, it could be. And it has been. And, it has been. And will be again in the Absolutely. future. Absolutely. It will be. Well, the, the, the format of the show is that we uh, uh, each of us shows up each week with a virtual fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to the other guy. That's the only rule. And um, then we uh, parse them out one at a time. Take and, turns, and yeah. And we take turns starting the show. And this, since this is an even-numbered show, uh-huh. which is number 134, yes. uh, you're up. I am. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I want to do uh, a song. I, I can't really, I can't believe we haven't done this guy before, but uh, uh, I don't know if you recognize him. Um, it's uh, it, it, his name. Let me see here. Um, they believe his name was, uh, I'm looking, I'm it's looking. easy oh, for you to say. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, um, uh, his birth name, Lawrence Darrell Brown. Okay. You, you recognize that? No. How about Leonard Victor Ainsworth? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Larry Curtis? No. Betty Jo Bieloski? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, he, he actually, not everybody's going to get that one. <laughs> but the ones that do will enjoy it. That's right. Uh, he actually was, was uh, encouraged by Sonny Bono to uh, change his name. Really? Uh-huh. To... Doby Gray. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah, I can hear the song already in my head. Well, so. yeah, and that's the one we're going to listen to. But uh, you know, he—it uh, uh, it, it was during the time of the many loves, uh, loves of Doby Gillis, you mm-hmm, know. So mm-hmm. that's why he uh, pushed him that way. He had kind of bounced around to record companies, and uh, but but Sonny Bono pushed him to um, the Stripe Records. It was an independent company. And um, he his first success was uh, a song called "Look at Me," 
And it was recorded with the bassist, Carol Kay. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Carol's all over that Right. Stuff. So yeah. we talked about that before. He reached 91 on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, so, But his greater success came in 1965 when the in crowd, um, which was recorded later uh, as an instrumental by Ramsey Lewis mm-hmm. and Petula Clark did it. Yep. Uh, but it reached number 13. So he kind of bumbled around. And then in 1973... Um, he recorded uh, Drift Away. Drift Away, yep. And, uh, man, it was just a, a big hit, million seller. Um, you know, it, it just, uh, you know, it was, it was a pretty cool tune. Actually, in 73, it was, uh, uh, I was a sophomore in college. Okay. So, you know, it yeah. was a real instrumental uh, a part of my life. Kind of a flashback tune. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool. Uh, it's actually, it's it's kind of interesting in, in uh I, I saw something. He spelt, spent several years working with as an actor, and um, he joined the band called uh, Pol- Pollution as a singer and percussionist. And it was managed by actor, uh, actor Max Bayer. Oh yeah, he was Jet- <laughs> Jethro in the yeah, Beverly yeah. Hillbillies. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, <laughs> so all these little things. But anyway, um, th- this is a great tune. And again, it, it ones that means a lot to me. And and. Uh, we're going to listen to it. Dobie Gray, it was a single released in 1973, Drift Away. Day after day, I'm more confused. Yet I look for the light through the pouring rain. You know that's a game that I hate to lose. And I'm feeling the strain. Ain't it a shame? Boys and free my soul I wanna get lost in your rock and roll And drift away Oh, give me the beat, boys And free my soul I wanna get lost in your rock and roll And drift away Beginning to think that I'm wasting time I don't understand the things I do The world outside looks so unkind And I'm counting on you To carry me through Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul I'm gonna get lost in your rock and roll and That you've given me I want you to know I believe in your song In rhythm and rhyme and harmony You've helped me along Making me strong Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul I want to get lost in your rock and roll and 
sentiment and all that absolutely absolutely well leo um i think it's your turn okay so you know we have that dvd player in the back yes okay and i pulled the dvd out i don't remember you were driving or something i was sitting back i don't remember the last time i i watched uh this particular movie called in the heat of the night oh yeah remember it's sydney poitier yeah movie and it was a really big movie at the time i've forgotten how cool that movie actually is and uh, there's some really cool music in it Okay. okay. There was a whole soundtrack album uh, done about that thing, uh, and it was um, it was produced. Well, it was Ray Charles was involved. Actually, Quincy Jones. Okay. Uh, directed the entire arrangements and everything. You're hitting all the names. I'm I'll hitting all, well, and then Ray Charles. Uh, he recorded the the title track, right? Uh, but Glenn Campbell was also on there. Uh, he was credited with doing vocals and banjo. Billy Preston. Wow. Is on the uh, album uh, with the electric organ. Carol Kay, who yeah. we just mentioned, she's playing bass on this thing. Wow, she played bass everywhere. She did, man. So and there's this one scene that happens in a, in a diner, right? And there's this guy that works in the diner, and he's kind of creepy. And uh, so he wants to play some music, but he doesn't want to pay for it. So he takes a table knife, right? And the scene opens with him taking this table knife and jacking with the lock on the jukebox thing. <laughs> and then and this song starts to play. When I first heard the song Take It Off, it reminded me a lot of uh, Little Red Riding Hood. Okay. Or, or I Sam the Sham and yeah. the Pharaohs. But I never had noticed the song before. And so I went back and looked it up. So it's credited to two guys named Boomer and Travis. I have no idea who Boomer <laughs> and Travis are. Okay. Okay. But it came out in 1967, and the song is called Foul Owl on the Prowl. <laughs> All you little birds better lock up tight Cause there's a foul owl on the prowl tonight Hey little lark, get out of the dark Foul owl on the prowl Cute little jay, stay out of his way Foul owl on the prowl You just might be the quail he'll tail Foul owl on the prowl You just might be the swallow He'll follow Foul owl on the prowl If you hear him hoot, scoot If you pass his tree, flee If you catch his eye, fly Don't wait to say goodbye He's got a yen for a pretty little hen Foul owl on the prowl He's hungry for a chick, so get home quick Foul 
you pass his tree, flee. If you catch his eye, fly. Don't wait to say goodbye. He's got a yen for a pretty little hen. Foul owl on the prowl. He's hungry for a chick, so get home quick. Foul owl on the prowl. That's great. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, we need to work on that. Yeah, I think I think so. It's yeah. got potential. So. It sure does. Okay. All right, Rod, it's your turn. Um, well, I'm going to cover a, a band that we've covered once before, but it was way back in uh, episode seven. I went wow. back and looked, and uh, you featured him. It's the Ink Spots. Oh, yeah. Oh, we have quite a story about the well, Ink Spots. Well, we do, yeah. yeah. And we talked about that. And, uh, you know, uh, one of the things about that was that, that they disbanded in 1954, but since that time, there have been well over 100 vocal gr- groups calling themselves the Ink Spots. <laughs> I, I know it, including the one we <laughs> yeah, met. Yeah. yeah. They said, uh, uh, you know, without uh, any of the members of the original groups. And it's often been the case that these groups claim to be second generation or third generation. Yeah, ink now spots. they could be fourth or fifth. <laughs> well, I stumbled across this song. I was listening to something and it came on. And, and it's a great song. Uh, I used to have a, uh, I think it was a four eight-track set of big band music. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. You know, that uh-huh. I listened to all the time, and, and this song was on there. Uh, and the song is If I Didn't Care. Right. Okay, so the song was uh, written by Jack Lawrence, uh, and it was rec- uh, sung and recorded by Ink Spots uh, featuring Bill Kenny in 1939. It became the 10th best-selling uh, single of all time with over 19 million copies sold. Wow. Now, that made it one of the fewer than 40 all-time singles to have sold 10 million or more physical copies, Ooh, wow. which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. And according to uh, Lawrence, uh, uh, Jack Lawrence, he mailed the song before showing it to some of his friends, and his friend's reaction was like un- unanimously negative. Oh, really? They didn't <laughs> like he it. pushed on, and it later became one of his big successes. Now, I found this uh, anthology, The Ink Spots, uh, uh, came out in, ni- in 2022, and, and and there's a version of this song, but it's an air check. Oh, so it was like I, I guess it was you know just checking make everything was working yeah, right yeah. and all that kind well, of stuff. Well, it's like yeah, doing well like we do when we play gigs, you know, right? We sit up and just play through. Okay, right? Yeah, it, but it's super cool. Uh, so it's the Ink Spots uh, from uh, 1944. Air check doing if I didn't care. If I didn't care more than words can say if I didn't care would I feel this way if this isn't love then why do I thrill And what makes my head go round and round While my heart stands still If I didn't care Would it be the same 
Would my every prayer begin at him with just your name? And would I be sure that this is all beyond the compare? Would all this be true if I didn't care for you? If I didn't care, honey child, more than words can say. If I didn't care Would I feel this way Darling If this isn't love Well Then Why do I thrill So much And uh, What is it that makes my head go Round and round While my heart Just stands still so much If I didn't care Would it be the same Would my every prayer Be connected With just you I mean, that's a song I must have heard a million times, but just, you know, a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a nice find. Totally by accident. Oh, hey, look at the time, Rod. Yeah. We ran over a little bit here. Well, yeah, we've kind of burned up our time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, even number show, so guess what? Uh, Oh. I get to check the left left rear rear inside duel. And I gladly get to clean out the cat box. Good. And take the trash out. Good. Yay. It is trash day because tomorrow's moving day. Yeah, that's true. Be careful out there, Roger. Okay, I will. Okay. And no, I don't want to wear your outfit. Oh, come on, Roger. It It smells like fear. It does smell like fear. It's true. You can keep it. Fine. All right. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Uh, This is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Truckers Radio USA. That went well for me, at least. I'm glad. Yeah, glad. good. And uh, how about how was the tire, Rog? Well, Leo, um, I, I don't know exactly how to tell you this, but what the tire was? What zero pounds down? <gasps> oh, 
That, very strange. That's never happened That's before. never happened never. before. Yeah. This is kind of creepy. It's a little creepy. Are you sure? Did uh, you t- I checked it three times. Uh-oh. Well, the fourth time I checked it, I'd let it a, a pound out. Just to make sure? Well, by checking it over and over again. Gosh, Raj, so I, I don't did, know. I did put a pound back in, but... Hmm. Um, well, now I'm, I, now I'm creeped out. <laughs> I... I guess we'll just have to go forward and okay, okay. keep it'll be hard driving with our fingers crossed, but okay. we'll do it. Well, let's uh, I guess we'll just go ahead then and okay. act like it's perfectly normal. I guess it is. I guess so. You know, um we uh, <laughs> we are broadcasting this week from uh, Jackson Township, New Jersey, the yeah. Shady Grove RV Park. And there. if you never hear from us again, this is the last place we yeah, were. We were. <laughs> <laughs> you might try and find us. You might try to yeah. find us. So, well, you know, it turns out that uh, we're roughly equidistant between New York City and Philadelphia. Okay. Kind of right in the middle there. Yeah, these townships over here are kind of Every time I see township, yeah. you know, I go, it's what? It's different. What? We didn't have those where we grew up. No, we should Because it was, a, it was a, not as old of a part of the country. That's true. Our, yeah. our part of the country is divided up into little squares. That's you know, right. With neat edges and everything. So <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a cool town, you know. I like to go down and talk to the lady at the, if there, or a guy at the yeah. library, whoever. Right. Uh, but it turns out uh, this is a pretty cool town. I mean, it, one of the most... Um, one of the most cool things about it is that they've got this Six Flags uh, Great Adventure amusement park. Yes. All right. Now, they also have some famous co- people come from here, right? One of them is Vinny Lopez, who's a drummer that played with the E Street Band. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. And then there's this guy named Stanley Switlick. Not Stanley Switlick. Stanley Switlick. Who's Stanley Switlick? He's a parachuting pioneer. And he and he invented the parachute, basically. <laughs> and he built a test tower for it, right? Uh-huh. And the first person to try it out was Amelia Earhart. Seriously? Yeah, she liked it. She said it was fun. Wow! So this she guy was a daredevil. Oh, man. he was. He was. He made. So some he money. didn't test it out on himself. No, he got. So he got a patsy <laughs> to He's do it. So smart guy. No, fine. This will be fine. It, no. it really worked. <laughs> we tried it with a dummy, and now we're going to try it with another dummy. Uh, Good. But anyway, now get a load of this. He got rich. He was a rich guy. And in 1973, he uh, agreed to sell 800 acres of his land right there in town uh, of property that he owned to the original company that eventually became Six Flags, right? Oh, really? But the thing was, um, he, it's a, he had, there was a caveat. And he said it was supposed to be uh, used for a drive through animal park because he was a conservationist and everything. Okay. And that's what he wanted to see there. But the plan of the buyers uh, was also to include an amusement park, but he didn't think it should be built, that the, uh, the amusement park should be a whole different thing. Okay. So they got into a lawsuit over the thing, right? And he lost. Wow. He, lo- he, he bankrupted him. And the park went on to uh, to build an amusement park, and they did add a, a drive-through sanctuary as well. It's kind of a it's like a half an acre. Well, here's Stanley. Yeah, you know, here's Stanley. Here's, 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 here's your cheap. little park. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, interesting. Yeah, yeah. You find stuff out all over the place. Well, you know, uh, people ask us. They say, "Derriers, uh, what's your deal, anyway, guys? You know, you're driving around this uh, obviously this great country of ours. Oh, that, beautiful, beautiful yeah, country in that ours, old yes. RV." 
And um, and, and and what are you trying to do? You well, know? It's, it's kind of a thing that we just do. Well, yeah, I, I, it's not like we're it. trying to prove anything no, at, at our age. We got nothing to prove. Yeah. nothing. So you know, uh, unlike some of our compadres on Truckers Radio USA, who have these things called ranches, ranches yeah, you know? that's right. And uh, for for instance, Rex Allen Jr. of course has the Rock and Diamond Dar Ranch in the Dos Cabezas Mountains. Mountains. Yeah, and Alan Bailey has the Swinging Gate Ranch out there in Western Kansas. Yep. Orrin Friesen, who is the human footnote of the Derriers, has the Rock and Banjo Ranch in Central Kansas, and you know, we kind of whined about it until our pal Suzanne sat us down and she said, look, you guys. You've got it. She said, look at it this way. You have got the entire continental United States. The whole country. The border to border, ocean to ocean. You could say you have a ranch without, without fences. fences. And we ride that range in our RV called... Rambling Rosie. Yeah, Rosie gets us there every and time. Every time. And so far. And we didn't have to put in the air in this yeah. time. Let's, let's, let's not talk about that I don't that want to talk about that too much. Yeah. No, no. Uh, All right. Well, Leo, uh, I believe it's your turn. Okay. This is something uh, I was thinking about doing it for quite a while. And uh, there's this guy. He, his name was uh, William Ballard Doggett, right? Okay. Went by Bill Doggett. And he was born in uh, 1916, and he lived... Into his, you know, ladies, I guess. He died in uh, 1996. Anyway, he, he was an American pianist and organist, and he began his career uh, playing swing music before transitioning into kind of a rhythm and blues okay. uh, genre there. And uh, he was best known for his instrumental work, right? He wrote a lot of instrumental tunes. Occasionally, he'd have a guest singer come in, but by and large, you know, it was it was instrumental music. And he worked with a lot of other people, too, Um he kind of was a forerunner of the rock and roll era, but he worked with people like uh, the Ink Spots and Johnny Otis and Winoni Harris and Ella Fitzgerald, Louis Jordan. He worked with all those guys. Wow. But now here's the thing, Roger. If you if you write a song with lyrics and stuff in it, you generally name the song, you know, after the lyric yeah. thing. Yeah, right, sure. Right, okay. Well, if you just write instrumental tunes, you can name them whatever you want. Good point. Oh, boy, did he have some fun with that. <laughs> There's an old joke, <laughs> and and I couldn't I couldn't just pick one. I had to do a whole I had to do a whole thing to really show them off. No, it heck I wrote it. I wrote it. So, so so guess what I've done, Roger? Oh no! I've put together a, a mashup. mashup. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. Okay, here's a, so here we go. Oh, this is, I can't wait. This is great, right? So in, in 1951, he organized his own trio and began recording for King Records. Okay. Right? And um, he had some hits going on there. But, but I have arranged a mashup, and i got to tell you the truth, Roger. I've never done something like this before. I did not do it because of the song. I did it because of the song title. <laughs> I, again, okay, I so, can't wait. So here they go. In, right. in, in order, I'm going to feature these songs. Okay. Smoochy, Raw Turkey, Yaki Dock, Hippy Dippy, Ding Dong, Rambunk Shush, The Bodoo Rock, Squashy, Oof, and Blip Blop. <laughs> <laughs> when you did Bloop Bleep a few uh, episodes That's ago. Right. Yes, yeah. That was a different Bloop Bleep. <laughs> so here you go, man. Oh, boy. This is classic, man. This is awesome. Bill Doggett. 
Great. Hey, I just want to clarify one thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, the song you did, it was back episode 131, and it was Bloop Bleep. Bloop Bleep, Not right. to be confused with Blip like, Blop no, those that you added to this two one. Two completely different right. tunes. Right. Yes. I don't want anybody to call us on that. No, they would Like we don't know what we're doing or Well, anything. there are musical sleuths out there <laughs> yeah. who, are, who are watching us our every step. So I, I will say also, if anybody, you know, if they didn't catch all the names of those songs, they can go to our website. They're posted there. And read them and, through. Somebody could do like a, you know... Oh, my. Good job, Leo. That was awesome. Okay, Roger. Well, here we are. It's back to you. Okay. Hey, I want to feature one um, from uh, one of our uh, pals from the International Western Music Association. Oh, okay, cool. So we've gotten some uh, nice CDs from folks, and we're trying to work things in as we can. And and one of the guys that sent us some stuff was a guy by the name of Stan Mahler. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, I looked up as much as I could on him. He was born in Haskell, Texas. He now lives in Olney, Texas. He said he's cowboyed a little, still raises a few cows with his dad. Uh, he's uh, performed his music from the Big Bend country to the corners of Texas and New Mexico. So he's kind of down in that yeah. uh, uh, neighborhood. Yep. I bet he doesn't have to drive as far to get to IWMA than we do. I so. bet he doesn't. But he shared the stage with Western artists like uh, Leon Roush, Don Edwards, Waddy Mitchell, R.W. Hampton, Dan Roberts, Jeff Gore. Oh, boy. So he's, uh, he's you know, getting out there with yeah. some people. He says his powerful tenor voice and yodeling talent makes him a surefire hit with every audience as he sings about the history and lifestyle of the West. He's a good yodeler, and uh, uh, we don't feature enough yodeling on this. I you did a, you. a few weeks ago, I think you did. Yep. But this is from his album, Riding the Range with You, Stan Mahler doing Traveling Light. <laughs> Through with trouble and strife Haven't got a thing to show for what I've done with my life And I'm no fool, I'm traveling life I've got the blue sky above me A good pony between my knees Everything I own, 
my back That's all a cowboy ever needs I'm riding high, white and handsome again Like the wind, I'm traveling Nice work. It's uh, produced well, too. Yeah, it's so. got a great sound to it. Yeah, so thanks, Stan, for sending that in. Uh, it's uh, nice to be able to feature that. And we got to get out of here. We do. We'll that quick break. Th- that mashup took a little time, but it was so worth it, Leo. <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, well, we'll get out of here, and uh, and then we'll come back. How's that sound? Oh, it sounds like something we do every week. <laughs> well, this is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. Oh, yeah. Look out now. Oh, we're backing up. Well, we're backing up. We back, back up. That's, we do back up. We're backup specialists. Yes. Yep. That's mm-hmm. us. That's us. That's what we do. 
Well, this well, is a part of the show where uh, we used to be kind of subtle about it. Oh, uh, no. That, no, we really w- weren't. That got us nowhere. Yeah, got us. So now we just get right down and beg. beg. Yeah, uh, we're begging. Uh, we beg you to go to our website and check it out. We spent a lot of time. Yeah, we work we our put a lot of stuff there. She's off, yeah. driving all over. And, you know, all you're doing, you're just sitting at work anyway, That's and you're on the internet uh, it, ordering stuff from Amazon. Exactly. You're not so letting t- the boss see your screen. So take a break from that and go to our website and check it out. The yeah. one for this. Uh, show is the, the derriers. Derriers.com. and please don't forget oh the never forget the that is your public service announcement yes it's it's a tiny word but if you forget it you it's will a big, you will never yeah, forget it it's tiny a word big mistake big mistake yes yeah. as we so say the, the derriers.com. exactly yes and the and the, uh, the website for the band is well that's three trailswest.com with the number three on the front there yes it is and that's where you can find our t-shirts and our albums for sale and stuff like that stickers yeah. a whole bit so find out where we're going to be playing that's right it could that's be somewhere near you it could be uh, you check it out and we will too because we, we don't know. be there. We, we should be there. <laughs> well, if you go to either of those websites, you're going to find a lot of content. content. That's right. And we're pretty sure if you look at it, you will be contented. contented. But boy, there's getting to be a lot. There so is. you could become confused, confused, in which case you should just contact, contact us, us and we'll walk you through that. Yeah, there, there's contact us tabs on both websites. Or you can get right to us with our uh, email addresses. Mine is Roger, no D, at thederriers.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, as Obviously. if you would, mm-hmm. at thederriers.com. You know, the other thing you can do is uh, if you go to thederriers.com, go to the Americana Roadshow tab, and from there you can listen to or download and listen to any of our past episodes. Exactly. Listen to them at your leisure, you might say. Preferably while wearing your leisure, leisure suit. suit. Yes. If you absolutely. do that, please send us a picture. We, we will post it. it. That'll be part of our content. That's right. Yeah. And we will send them a CD. We will. That's right. That's right. Okay. That'll, that, that'll be our deal. That's our deal. So, uh, hey, you know what else, Leo? What's that? You can also find our past episodes on Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. And you can also find it on Stitcher. But the Spotify, you can go yeah. to Spotify. Yeah, and you, it's also on TuneIn. But awfully sleepy, you can go to Spotify. Uh, and, or, or, or Amazon Music. Or you can go to Spotify. <laughs> you can also find it on iHeartRadio. <laughs> you could, but then there's always Spotify. <laughs> of course. Just saying. So there's no excuse. As no our excuse. good buddy Mike Carr says, Go, go nowhere's. Without, Without the derriers. All right. Thank exactly that, right. Mike. And okay, so uh, now that we've gotten through that, Leo, I believe <laughs> I believe it's your turn. This song and this guy, he was like a one hit wonder, right? Okay. You will recognize this song though as soon as you hear it. It, it. it was kind of a deal in our childhood. This guy's name was Joseph Cook. He was born in nineteen twenty two. And uh, he was known as Little Joe Cook. He was a rhythm and blues guy, and he was the best uh, best known as a lead singer of Little Joe and the Thrillers. Right? Okay. Well, in 1957, they recorded a song that went all the way to number 22 on the Billboard Top 100 chart. And uh, But before I tell you what the song is, I'm going to give you a little background. He was born in, in uh, South Philadelphia, and like a lot of other artists that we feature on the show, he started singing in church, you know? Yep. And decided to bust out from that and started his own band. But this guy went on uh, to become quite the beloved fixture. And now I'm, now I'm going to tell you the name of the song. Do you remember this song called Peanuts? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Were you going yeah. to Okay. Well, sure. This is the guy. Now, he moved to Boston in the 1960s, and he kept continuing, he kept playing. And he had a residency at the Cantab Lounge in Cambridge, and then he retired in 2007. But he, he, was, a, he was a local icon, right? Oh, well, yeah. And he offered With a song like that. Well, a song like be? that. He had this yellow 1970s Cadillac Seville, and he'd park it 
on Mass Avenue with a hood ornament and a vanity plate that said Nutman. <laughs> so, anyway, it's a like fun it. song, you know. Uh, so, it, it, he, like I say, he got up there in 1957. Peanuts by Joe Cook. <laughs> around the house singing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we so, did it while we were putting peanut, peanuts in our Pepsi bottles. That's right. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Roger, it's back to you. This is a, a singer that I'm surprised we have not yet covered. Uh, James Etta Hawkins. Oh, oh. Who went by Etta James. Etta James, yeah. James Etta, Etta James. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I, I tell you, she was, um, boy, born in 1938, she had a horrendous childhood. Um, just, you know, uh, um, all kinds of abuse and mm-hmm. those type of things. It, really sad. But she pulled herself out of it. Um, one of the interesting things was uh, her, her, her first professional uh, vocal training was at the age of five from uh, the musical director of the Echoes of Eden Choir at the St. Paul Baptist Church in South Central L.A., and uh, he often punched her in the chest while she sang to force her voice to come from her gut. Uh, nice. Now, now my music instructor used to push my gut, right? You know, to 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 make me uh, make it stronger. But yeah, so yeah. But in, in, anyway, um, she managed to pull herself out of that. Uh, she sang um, Nashville's R and B clubs, uh, which they used to call the Chitlin Circuit, and um, in. Uh, 
uh, in the fifties, she began listening to doo wop, and she uh, formed a girl group called the Creolettes. Ooh, and. Uh, but uh, at the age of 14, she met musician Johnny Otis. Ah, Johnny. <clears throat> okay. And, yeah, he was uh, a star maker, man. Yes, he was. And so uh, he took the Creolettes, uh, managed to um, sign them to Modern Records, and then they changed their name to Peaches. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which some people may be more familiar. But her, her voice just bridged the gap between rhythm and blues and rock and roll. Man, listen to this. Six Grammy Awards, 17 Blues Music Awards, uh-huh. inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Music, uh, Hall of Fame, 1993, Grammy Hall of Fame, 99, Blues Hall of Fame, uh, Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. You know, it just... It goes just, on and on. Yeah, and it, it just yeah. goes on. Uh, and so, recently, when we were back in uh, Kansas City, and of course, we went to the uh, Real Great Happy Hour. That's right. And uh, our buddy Brandon came up to me at the end of the night, and he said, uh, you know, Maddie who works here. And yeah, I, Maddie. I said, oh, yeah, yeah Maddie. Uh-huh. He said, uh, she wants to sing um, I'd Rather Go Blind by Etta James, and she wants the Derrieres to back her up. Yep. And of course, we had no idea that she sang. I, I'd seen her for, yeah. the, for, we've known her for a long time. And, and fortunately, she picked a song that had two chords in it. <laughs> yeah, lucky hmm. us. So we could do it. And I got to tell you what, she got up the next week and just brought the house She down. nailed it. Man, she was so good. And uh, it was just a, a, an honor to back her up on it. So uh, I'm going to send this one out to Brandon and Maddie. And Maddie, absolutely. Uh, from uh, the album Tell Mamba from 1967, Etta James doing I'd Rather Go Blind. Something told me it was
never listen to that song the same way again. Yeah. Uh, she did a marvelous job on it. Yeah, that. Maddie, you, you would have made Etta proud, I yeah, think. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Leo, it's back to you. Okay, Hank Ballard. Ah. All right, his given name was John Henry Kendix. I see why he wanted to check Hank. Well, Hank works. Yeah, I would guess. But <laughs> he was born in uh, 1927, and he had, a, he had some big hits with a band called the Moonlighters, right? Uh, and he, uh, he wrote, one of his biggest hits was uh, the song I'm, the one I'm going to play today. It's called Work With Me, Annie, right? He recorded that in 1953. Well, the problem was that Hank liked to write risque lyrics. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, he kept Annie busy because he followed up with Annie Had a Baby and Annie's Aunt Fanny. <laughs> and, and all of them were banned by the FCC. Uh, wow. <laughs> they became underground hits wow. and eventually made it on. But the guy worked his tail off, you know, and he was a great entertainer. One of, his, one of his main inspirations growing up was none other than Gene Autry, the singing cowboy. Oh, really? And in particular, Back in the Saddle Again. No kidding. He, he loved that song, and that's what he, what he aspired to be. In. Anyway, it's just a fun, uh, cool you know, song, and uh, I believe it was recorded in uh, 
podcast. Can't do that on the radio. Yeah, that's Apparently. true. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, what? Uh, we're out of time. Yeah, well, it's time for us to figure out where we're going next. Well, week. yeah, and you know, uh, we've reached an interesting uh, point uh, in What's... over two years of shows. What's that? Uh, people probably wouldn't believe this, but uh, all the Shady Grove RV parks that we visited before yeah. uh, are real places. Yeah, at that's least true. You know, I mean, we found them all on the internet. That's right. And we've gone through the list. There's no more? There are no more official Shady Grove RV parks that I've been able to find. Hmm. So, um, I found out, you know, we've been trying to figure out what we're going to do next. Yeah, right, right. So, you know, we decided Shady Grove RV Park... it can be any RV park. Yeah, right. If we can you know, find we can, a shade tree. Yeah, we can we can make it a Shady Grove RV good park. Good point. Good okay. point. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, but I found a website that is uh, most unusual town names for all 50 states. Oh. So, it'll be, what we'll do, here's what, here's what I'm okay. suggesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, we'll still throw the dart, and then whatever state it lands in, yeah. we'll pick one of those towns. Oh, And perfect. then we'll find a Shady Grove RV park there. That's perfect. Sound good to you? Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. So, uh, let's see. I didn't look, uh, but... But I believe that it is uh, it is uh, my turn to throw the dart. Yes. So you go get the map. Give me a minute. Okay. All right. Oh, hi, Art Mark. Okay. Kitty, kitty. Oh, there we go. Okay. okay. Got All it. Right. Got it. Yep. Yep. Okay. Put it up there on the And uh, there it is. Ready okay. to go. Yep. Okay. Uh, where's the dart, Roger? Uh, spoon drawer two. Spoon drawer two. Yeah. There you go. Got it. Got All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Get, uh, get the circle now. Okay. 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 I'm ready. Ready. Okay, spin around. One, two, three. Throw the dart, throw the dart. Oh, Nevada. Nevada. All right. Wow, the cross country, baby. Okay. Um, look around, look around. Okay, I found, uh, I'm going to pick Sugar Bunker, Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar Bunker. Sounds good to me. That sounds great. Let's go there. Okay, Sugar Bunker, okay. Nevada. <laughs> All right, perfect. So we'll get it packed up and we'll head out of here tomorrow. This has been a pretty interesting show. Yeah, very strange. Yeah, very strange. So, uh, but we'll, uh, I bet we'll have an uh, interesting one next week. That's right. Well. We got some time to think about it driving uh, across country. Okay, well, uh, this has been the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you, it's the Derriers.